Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Bepto is your host. Thank you so kind for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. But guess what? Uh, I came in, I had to do a whole lot of work, and I said, you know what? I don't have time to prepare the blog and write up all the stuff, and I didn't cut a whole lot of videos for the show. To, well, I didn't cut any videos for the show today. So I had a thought. Why not go ahead and just say open forum? We'll talk about whatever you guys throw into the chat, as well as whatever whoever calls in. I put some stuff out there that say, give us a call. Give us a call, 281-823-7747, or whatever you put in the chat. Anyway, welcome aboard, JRay713. Of course, that is Ray. Ray is uh, our buddy from Third Ward. We also have into the house AC Rodriguez. How are you doing, AC Rodriguez? Eric Hayes is in the house as well. We have Melanie Keelan, Peggy Lopez. She says, I added my thumbs up. I'd like everybody to go ahead and say thumbs up, guys. Thumbs up. Let's go ahead and get those thumbs up on the YouTube channel and then all the other channels. Let's say hello to Lee Grant. Lee Grant is in the house. Lee Grant is on Facebook. Eric Hayes is on Facebook. FCP Bridge on YouTube. J Ray on YouTube. Uh, para ver, AVQ is on twi uh, 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 Twitch. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Who else? Did I miss anybody? If I missed anybody? Please forgive me, but come on. And anyway, what are we going to talk about today? Whatever the hell you want to talk about today. Michael says, how many attacks have happened against Israeli citizens around the world today? School stabbing in France, diplomat attacked in China, Hamas leaders declared day of jihad. I swear it's like Hamas and your fellow jihadis are beginning to get bombed until the rubble bounces. And yes, that's about the most effed up thing I've, I've said in a very long time. There's a million people living in the north part of the Gaza Strip. When Israel warned them to evacuate south and only gave them 24 hours, that's not actually technically feasible. There's going to be so many civilian casualties getting caught up in a war from which have no escape. Today and the next few weeks are going to be a disaster unfolding. And unfortunately, what that also means is that we are going to take a lot of the blame as Americans, irrespective of it being Jewish air, uh, Jew Jewish jets, etc., doing all the damage in, in, in uh, Palestine, the Gaza. It's going to be, it's going to blow back on the United States of America. And the reason why it's going to blow back, it is because, of course, we know why. Anyway, I got you. I got you. Eric Hayes says, dead people, felons, and out of area people voting repeatedly. Huh? That is what happened in 2022. And guess what reason why Harris County did not want to give records? Wayne is relentless and shows all via the physicians in court case. Wayne can try whatever you want. Wayne Dolcefino has been a joke for a very long time now. That's why he's not in the media right now. He's doing off stuff. You notice he's not on air right now where he actually used to like to be. I mean, you guys are nuts if you think that somehow we are going to try to steal an election and you still believe this stuff. Where is your mind, the thinking mind? We should all try to get a functionally, critically thinking mindset. All right. Eric Rodriguez uh, replied saying, guess they should take it to court. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like all the other ones where it was Republicans doing the vote and fraud. That's what we found. Every time we have found fraud thus far, it has been Republicans who have, in effect, caused or effected the fraud. Thank you for reminding us about that, AC Rodriguez. Bridge MCP. Hola, amiga. Como estas? Jay Ray. 
Egberto woke up feeling much better today. I had to say I can breathe clearly now. The COVID is gone in my sing-song voice. Ha ha, great. So did it confirm that you did have COVID? Um, uh, Jay, I don't think you told me, Ray, if if it was COVID for sure that you had or not. But, you know, you're you're a strapped young man. You can get over all this stuff. So welcome back to the health. All right. uh, Mary Lou points from this morning. Uh, we'll talk about Mary Lou Retton a little bit later, but I'm glad that you remind, reminded me to do, do that as well. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Welcome aboard. Tom C says here in the house, hope your house is warmer than mine. My house is still warm that I had to put some of the AC on for a little bit to cool down the office. Uh, Michael Rodríguez said, Egberto, Gerald Ford strike group is parked outside Gaza right now. When uh, the SHIT hits the fan, we're going to be involved. That's a darn shame that if, if we start lobbing missiles from our battle, our aircraft carrier and battleships, uh, look out, look out. I sure hope that Biden doesn't fall into the trap. I'm feeling that he may use the 27 Americans that were killed and the likely 14 being held hostage as some sort of a justification to help out in uh, in attacking again as usual not going to the root of the problem uh tom c says my house is warm too warm for october uh let's see what else we got egberto threw shade on mary uh i like mary lou retton but again you have to ask why does a millionaire doesn't have insurance right millionaires asking for funds rather shameful but uh, ironically we the people Give them the funds. All right, Jay, I got the free test in the mail. It was kind of inconclusive, so I would just assume that it was cold and cause it was pretty nasty and I had a lot of discharge and stuff in my sinuses. Got you. Shiva Las Vegas is in the house. She says, happy weekend, everybody. I say to the same, happy weekend, everybody. Egberto, Michael Ronda, Egberto, the more likely scenario is that we're going to send in the Marines to clear out the hostage takers. With the airport support, with air support, dealing a lot of collateral damage. Daniel Lado says, hopefully, the fallout from the evil of Hamas will result in a final solution to the problem. You see, if you sit down there and think Hamas are the people who murdered those, uh, those people, that's what's going to happen. If you understand that Hamas is, uh, is an evolution of a mindset, of an oppressed mindset, a mindset who uh, has endured violence for a long time, a mindset that need that we need to do something to correct, we will continue to make the mistakes over and it won't be a final solution. I would love a final solution in that. And the final solution is absolutely a true two-state solution with all settlements gone. But again, uh, you have to have honesty to have these types of uh, uh, solutions. You have to have honesty to type these kind of solutions. Anyway, folks, why don't you give us a call? 281-823-7747. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. 281-823-7747. Come on in and uh, give me a call. Let me test out. Make sure we get this stuff running just the way it needs to be run. One more time, 281-823-7747. All right, David Page says, I wish U.S. soldiers would enter Gaza. No, that would stop the bombing and hopefully lift the starvation siege. Uh, it's a shame, isn't it, uh, David Page? Michael Rodney says, see the difference between left and right in the chat? I recognize that violence is coming and I'm worried about the death toll to come. 
DL is gleefully cheering on the killing. You know, that's what we normally see. Peggy Lopez says the root of the problem is the oil-seeking countries after World War II, taking land in the Middle East and giving the land away, causing conflict to keep the Middle East disrupted. You know, I'm going to be on a talk show in D.C. next week. And I am going to be talking a whole lot about, it's going to be about my book, of course, um, uh, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relative Friends and Neighbors. But I'm going to be segueing into a, a lot of the mindset that creates these kind of um, these kinds of eventualities. So um, you know, it'll be on uh, WPFW in in DC. I think I'll be on live WPW in DC on I believe it's the 18th of this month, sometime next week. All right. Lee Grant says Hamas will never accept a two-state solution. It's not about Hamas expect, uh, accepting a two-state solution. It's about the Palestinians having their own state. What Hamas, uh, Hamas is a result of the failure of a successful solution to the Palestinian-Israeli question. So therefore, uh, I think you have to start somewhere. And an effective true state solution is, in fact, the answer. Uh, Tom C. says, I wouldn't use the term final solution, which is what the Nazis said about their Jewish problem in 1930 and 1940s. I remember that well. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, that should have rung a bell right away. Um, you know, it, that should have rung a bell right away. Anyhow, um, Hamas is terrorist. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you... A terrorist is somebody that that terrorizes, go in and use it and kills and maims to affect a political a political outcome, right? That's what terrorists do. They terrorize a population with the expectation of getting uh, out a particular outcome. And we have a tendency to just look at groups as terrorist groups, and sometimes and we like to look at, let's say, a country as Iran and call them a terrorist country because let's say let's assume that Iran has a lot to do with Hezbollah and uh, and and Hamas and they use are using ter- these these guys to terrorize people into getting some outcome then uh should we actually look in the mirror as well for things that we do in that respect you know uh, there is a there's a woman that I follow on TikTok and she she gave a good example. She asked that we take any two countries that are in conflict and then had add up the death count, add up the body count, the dead body count. And she said, let's see where that stands. So if you add up the, uh, the body count on the Palestinians over the last 75 years, and you add up the body count of Israeli, uh, both military and civilians under, under that scenario, uh, I think you actually see a huge disparity, 10 to 1. And then in that, in, when, you, when you look at it through those numbers, you then ask, who's oppressed again? When you go into, uh, I always use Panama as an example. We have new people on the feed right now. Uh, when you look at Panama, and to get Manuel Antonio Noriega, 
let's use the UN count. Let's say 4,000 dead, but we know it was over 10,000 dead, but let's say 4,000 to about 80 something Americans that died in that incursion that was, that was brought on by Bush number one. Uh, let's look at the proportionality again. Over 4,000 dead Panamanians, 87 dead Americans who invaded the country. Where it, what are we talking about again? Let's look at Iraq, right? We go into Iraq and we bomb the place of smithereens, hundreds of thousands dead. We have a few thousands that are dead on our part, right? I think, I think it is starting to, we are, we ask, many times we ask, why do they hate us? Why do they inflict this on us? A lot of times you just look at those numbers. Look at those numbers. And then you have to ask yourself after seeing those numbers, who really can we consider the aggressor? And who can we really consider the aggrieved? Let's even use the last thing. The Hamas did a terrorist act. They murdered, I think now it's up to 1,300 people in, uh, in Israel. Massacre. Criminal. That's what they did. Innocent people dead. And, you know, for a minute, it was, you know, you only had about a couple hundred dead Palestinians. And this, this uh, 1,400 or so dead Israelis, horrendous. All I could think of in the back of my head is I know what the body counts have been between the Palestinian-Israeli conflict for the last several decades. And I just knew that those numbers will get reversed rather quickly. And it has already begun. It has way surpassed the Palestinian debts. Now, way surpassed every body, every body count that we have for Israel as well now. And it's only going to get worse. Um, you know, what occurred in Israel was horrendous. It was bad. But please tell me, what you think is going to happen when the world starts to see that just like Hamas killed uh, hundreds of innocent Israeli civilians, now Israel will, using the power of the state, will now effect the deaths of thousands of innocent Palestinians. What, how is the world going to respond to that? What is the world going to say now that, yes, a bad thing happened to Israel, to Israelis, innocent Israelis? And now orders of magnitude of that will occur or multiples will occur on the Palestinian people. Is that, is that the right thing to do? I'll be interested. Anybody want to call me and talk about that? 281? 823-7747. I await your calls. 281-823-7747. Who has the guts to discuss the issue? I'd love to hear either the same point of view or an alternate point of view. And I think others would love to hear your point of view as well. So let's go ahead and bring in uh, Randy. Come on in, Randy. I think others would love to hear your point of view as well. So let's go Randy, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, please go ahead and turn down the, your sound so that, that uh, because we're a little bit delayed. 
Okay, go ahead, Randy. Randy? Um, yes, yes, sorry. What, what, did you hear background sound? Okay, now I can hear you without the without anything, I believe. Oh, good. Um, I just wanted to talk about Hamas and and how they're treated as if they're the um, government of Palestine. It seems unfair to be there just more Palestinians. I mean, Palestine doesn't have a police force or a government. And how can they be expected to treat Hamas as what they are, as an outlaw gang in their midst? They can't. Hamas has all the guns. True. What do you say to that? No, I, I mean, there's no doubt about that, right? I mean, if we want to be honest about it, uh, it Hamas, uh, Hamas has always been using uh, rocks and sticks while uh, otherwise uh, the, the you know uh, Israel has big bombs and missiles and everything else to use i mean it's not a it, it, it will never be a fair fight i mean but that said that said every every single country has a tendency to use whatever options they have to fight something that they're fighting for Look, i'm not justifying what hamas did but uh, I, I also cannot justify what Israel is doing and is about to go ahead and do further. And I imagine, based on your conversation, you can't either. Absolutely. Um, well, I just, I feel a little odd talking on the phone for so long. Um, I'm going to hang up, but thank you for responding to me, Victor, too. Thank you very much for calling in, Randy. I appreciate your call. All right, folks, any other calls? 281-823-7747. Again, that number is 281-823-7747. Breed says, Michael Rudden, Bloody Sunday, or the Bogside Massacre was a massacre on 30th of January, 1972, when British soldiers shot 26 unarmed civilians during a protest march in Bogside area of Derry, Northern Ireland. 14 people died, 13 were killed outright, while the death of another man four months later was attributed to his injuries. Many of the victims were shot while fleeing from the soldiers, and, the same, and some were shot while trying to help the wounded. Other protesters were injured by shrapnel, rubber bullets, or batons. Uh, two were run down by British Army vehicles, and some were beaten. All of those were Catholics. The march had been organized by Northern Ireland Civil Rights Association to protest against imprisonment without a trial. The soldiers were from the 1st Battalion of the Parachute Regiment, the same battalion implicated in the Bally Murphy Massacre several months before. I mean, it is. It seems to be modus operandi with many of these. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, well, you, you understand what I'm going to say there. Uh, Michael Renesex, Mike Csac, New York Post is a, you know what, rag, a borderline questionable conspiracy mill with so many failed fact checks. Find better sourcing. Yeah, I don't know who would use them as a source, but uh, anybody who knows a little bit about anything knows the truth. All right, Egberto, five to one, but yes, agreed with the idea. Israeli-Palestine timeline. At least 12,579 Palestinians and 2,676 Israelis 
have been killed by someone from the other side since 2000. That is just since 2000. And let's go ahead and get that onto the screen just so that people can see the disproportion of, and this is what, this is what the, the, the friend of mine who is another activist had to say. She wanted people to look at the proportionalities. Look at 2014. Look at 2014. And look at 2020, uh, 2012. Look at 2009. That is the red line are Palestinians. The blue lines are uh, Israelis. Be whoever is being killed by the other side. Uh, if you were not to tell a story, if you were just asking, if you were to present that chart and asked, who is the aggressor? Who is the one doing mass killing? What do you think the answer would be? What do you think the answer would be? That is actually the truth there. That's the truth that we're not seeing on TV. And again, I, I, want to, I want to qualify this by noting, nobody is justifying the murder of innocent civilians. But what we are saying, the murder of innocent civilians, you are looking at it on the screen right now by sides. That is what you're seeing on the screen right now. Okay? That is what's on the screen. Uh, Daniel Lado says, if you start judging oppression by the number of deads, do you think you will get the real numbers? You create a vested interest to increase the death toll. Uh, no, not really. Uh, you, by, by me pointing this out, what you really do is you try to reduce the death. If you see that your side is looking real bad by killing so much, just maybe in order to show that you're less evil than you are, right? You may try to create less deaths. But that is the numbers right now. Those are the numbers. Uh, I, I mean, if you want to know why people say we, are, we don't cover many of these stories fairly, that's the reason why. If you watch the news that's occurring right now, you would think that, the, that after that terrorist attack that killed that many Israelis, a bad thing, a horrendous thing, a criminal thing. But all these other deaths in 2023 now came after those killings. Those innocent people that are dying came after those killings. And if, if you can feel good about that, you should be okay. All right. Lee Grant says, many had firearms already. Uh, let's see what else we got here. May Wood says, uh, oh, I saw, I read that already. Eric Hayes, uh, was it New York Post that broke the Hunter laptop story that was, uh, no. Okay, Michael Egberto, I'm worried that the last bar is about to shoot through the roof. Actually, you don't need to be worried about it has already shoot through the roof. That is not an accurate bar anymore. The blue line is pretty much static. The red line is about to go through the roof. And it's already through the roof because there's a lot of deaths not reported right now because we have a connectivity problem with the, with the, um, with the West, not West Bank, but with Gaza. We cannot get good information from Gaza right now because the internet is down. Uh, those with satellite TV and some battery power can get some information out. But it, it is like these guys are locked into that 140-mile prison. And then, of course, Israel is saying, we are going to start bombing the northern part of 
of, of Gaza to smithereens. So please, please, you have 24 hours to go south. We couldn't even move half a million Houstonians with freeways out of Houston during hurricane, the, the last hurricane that flooded Kingwood. I don't remember the name. We couldn't get half a million people out. After Israel has bombed the smithereens out of northern Gaza, they're now telling the people who are in these bombed out buildings, bombed out streets, bombed out cars, you have 24 hours to get out. Um, that, that almost tells me uh, you're just covering your ass by saying you have 24 hours to get out. And when you massacre all those folks, you're going to say, well, we told them to leave. We told them to leave because we we're going to bomb. And then who pays for that repair? Those innocent people whose buildings are being bombed. They didn't do it. So who's going to pay for those buildings that you summarily bombed? Who pays for it? You know, there are a lot of questions here that uh, when people just talk about war and, and these things that they don't take into account, right? Who pays for it? Anyway, folks, give me a call. I'd love to get somebody else's voices in here. I, I really would like to hear somebody other than text if anybody wants to call in. 281-823-7747. I would love to hear your point of view. I would love to hear your point of view. 281-823-7747. And Eric, the same applies. The, the, difference between, uh, the difference between Ukraine and Russia is that uh, Russia, you know, Russia is blowing. All right, Ann Arbor, let's go to that. All right, from Ann Arbor, come on in. Hello, just a second. This is Tom. Hey, Tom, what's Tom, up, my friend? Tom. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, clearly. Can you? Oh, good. Well, I just have a couple little points to make. I'm really interested, of course, in the, the whole war uh, between Israel and Hamas. And uh, what I've been thinking about um, is what is close to my heart, and that's the whole issue of nonviolence. Uh, Ahimsa, A-H-I-M-S-A, which was Gandhi's philosophy, it's a philosophy mm -hmm. of Hindus and Buddhists. And what bothers me is that we seem to have nothing in between either being totally passive and, and accepting things as they are, or becoming very violent and and we're having the same problem in our country. And I think we need to be more civilized and look at Martin Luther King and Gandhi and others who have promoted this idea of, of nonviolence, of nonviolent protest, and sometimes even to the point of civil disobedience to get your point across. And I think that's been the problem all along that uh, when you think about the great changes that did occur uh, in India and different places where and even in our country with the civil rights movement, big changes occurred when people got together and protested what was happening, but did it in a nonviolent way. And even to the point where they accepted being uh, harassed or abused and sometimes even killed for their beliefs. And this changed society greatly. And I think we need to promote this more and more. And if we don't, we're going to end up with this situation where people are just kind of oppressed for a long time. And then all of a sudden, explode in, in this terrible 
uh, violent situation, killings and hostage taking, and it's just awful, just brutality. And uh, and I think we're all humans, and you know, I know that we tend to, to to call people that are violent animals, and and then we dehumanize people because of that, which I think is a mistake as well. The other thing I want to mention too is that I just finished a book on Einstein, which I highly recommend. Um, and uh, I, it's, it's, it's life and history. I, I listened to the audio book and it was excellent. And it, um, it covered his whole life. And he was an internationalist promoting peace, even though um, he supported World War II because of the Nazis. But his whole point was that we need some kind of international organizations to protect people's lives. It, it, it's Ideally, it should be the United Nations with their peacekeeping forces that would come between warring parties or even stop violence, but something needs to be done on an international basis. I know this is a kind of a sore point for a lot of Americans because we we we, uh, we kind of protect our uh, sovereignty and we don't like the idea of giving up anything for an international organization, but I think that's where we've fallen down over the years that we don't support some kind of uh, military, even peacekeeping force that would just stop all this fighting. And and uh, and ideally even uh, limit arms and uh, keep the peace by preventing uh, nation states or groups like Hamas from acquiring all these weapons and and planning uh, terrible acts. So those are the two things that I, I wanted to express. You know that is those, those are prescient uh, statements, uh, Tom. Imagine I, I want to start with the last thing that you said about guns and munition and all of that. Imagine, just imagine if. We weren't a society or we weren't made up of a whole bunch of societies who that's what we did. Make a whole lot of weapons of destru- human destruction, guns, bombs, all of that. Right. If, if you don't have the right. supply of those guys, you know, we don't we don't do it. The other thing is, imagine I thought, imagine after this massacre occurred, imagine, you know, Israel. Uh, I heard uh, some of the generals in Israel say uh we we know that a lot of these people are going to die but we have to effect an attack or else it'll happen again well every single time this has happened they have effected an attack and it continues to happen again so it it, it behooves me that they make silly statements that says we have to fight we have to fight back this sort of a way in order to make sure this doesn't happen again as opposed to saying maybe we should change strategy maybe we should uh start expressing the humanity of others maybe we should do th- because w- they haven't look they have not changed how the modus operandi at all you know there there are a lot of tiktoks are out now that you can prove historical stuff um right now there are things like when the settlers come into certain areas and they take over homes, but that's not it. That's not the only thing. There are laws in, 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 in Israel that the soldiers can come into your house and just commandeer your house and say, this is for military purposes. And as such, I have the right to be in your house and use your house at will. I mean, there are these crazy laws that affect just Palestinians that you have to ask yourself from a human's point of view, 
who can how can you tolerate that? Americans sure wouldn't tolerate that. We would not tolerate those types of things. So you have to ask your the question. They're repeating the same mistakes they've made. I don't call them mistakes because it's not mistakes. It's things that they're doing at will. And this has not, you know, I can't speak like this on my KPFT show because, again, too, too much blowback. But I think until we start having the real conversations like you just said, Tom, until we get there, you know, uh, you remember turn the other yeah. cheek I mean, until we get there. Anyway, Tom, what else you want to say before we move on? Well, just the last the last thing is that I, I'm I don't know what you think about this. And I know this has been but this whole idea of a two state solution that kind of, it, you know, they keep going back and forth and see my ideal situation would be to have everybody live together in one country and not have these other countries to establish another country that's going to start throwing missiles back and forth because we, we need to look at each other as humans and, and work together to, for the peace of, uh, of everybody. And, and the idea of saying, okay, we're going to separate you from and have you in a separate country. I don't know if that's a solution or I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I was wondering what you thought about that. I, you know, first of all, I, I prefer what you said in the beginning. And that is, I mean, I think they should live together. I mean, they have always, they have always lived together, right? They have always lived mm -hmm. together. Uh, so, I mean, it seems to me like that should be the case. It should be just Palestine, right? Now, here's the, here's the interesting, here's the interesting thing, however. Um, I, and maybe you can express something that I don't know. I don't see how you can say and 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 I would love for a, a person who believes in having a, a Jewish state to explain it to me. How can a state that says it's a Jewish state be a a popular democracy? I don't know. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. Well, see, that would that you know that does bother me because what if we said America is a Christian state, you know, and then we just say you're you know if you're not Christian, you got to leave, and that's. Some people in this country are are, are promoting that the, Christ, the Christian nationalist idea. So to have a Jewish state with only Jewish people in it, that bothers me because that doesn't seem like a true democracy. Well, it, it, you know, I, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I wonder if we can even, we don't even have to use the word seem, right? Because what it says is yeah. people who have one religion have supremacy over the other religion, which is what we actually have in Israel right now. Palestinians don't have the same rights as Israelis in the government, right? Right, yeah. And that doesn't seem to be our form of democracy or, or uh, what the founding fathers uh, saw for our country is that, you know, there would be a separation between uh, church and state. And uh, and if you have uh, a state religion, then you can't have that separation. And we have all the problems that we're starting to confront in our country with that idea. You know, nobody's stopping anybody from practicing their own religion it's just that when you come to the civil right. society you shouldn't it shouldn't be a part of the state but he says how can they call is a jewish state and so the inhumane things they do since they many family members have lived throughout the holocaust it it that right. bothers me uh, as well you know it bothers me as well anyway tom anything else okay no that's it thanks Egbert. i Th appreciate thank show. you i really love it Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you. Anyway, folks, anybody else want to call in? I, I, 
I want to do more of this because I'm reading the chat as well as getting calls from very smart people. Uh, let's do it again. 281-823-7747. Anybody else want to call? 281-823-7747. Come on, give me a call. Get get on get on the phone and let's 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 have a chat as well. I didn't, you know, it, it's great because I didn't prepare anything. I know the material that I wanted to cover, but I didn't prepare official videos. I will do that. I have Monday, we'll be back with good videos, all that good stuff. But I said, you know what? Let's just bring everybody into the fold and let's go ahead and talk. So give me a call, 281-823-7747. Again, 281-823-7747. Who is going to be the third caller? Let's see who is brave to get the, the, the third call in. I tell you what, you get the third call, uh, I send you this. The Politics and Right bumper sticker to put on your telephone or your bumper. The bumper sticker or the bumper. There's plenty of chat to read out. Well, you know, uh, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of chat to read out. You know, it would be nice if um, I had somebody like uh, you to come and say, okay, and now it's time for the chat readout, starting with Michael Rudnan, who says, Michael Rudnan, which says, Al Jazeera is a good source with high factual accuracy, but do you read the articles you link from your article? According to the Egyptian security sources talks between Egypt and the U.S., Qatar and Turkey discussed the idea of delivering humanitarian aid through the Rafah crossing between Gaza and Egypt's Sinai Peninsula under a geographically limited ceasefire. Turkey's president said, Work had started to deliver aid without elaborating. The Rafah crossing, which is a main exit point from Gaza, not controlled by Israel, has been closed since Tuesday after Israel bombardments hit the Palestinian side, according to officials in Gaza and Egyptian sources. Egypt has made repeated statements, repeated statements. This week, warning against the possibility that Israel's assault on Gaza could lead to the displacement of residents from enclave onto Egyptian territory. And then, in other words, displace, which is probably what Israel wants, right? Displace folks and then take the land. Uh, you know, displace and say, okay, we bombed it to the smithereens. It's all empty now. And then, of course, well, I'm not going to go there. Just, uh, but anyway, what else we got here? Michael says, I'll say it again. A two-state solution is no longer feasible as Israeli settlers have stolen Palestinian lands. What borders would be acceptable? Israelis will not relinquish the lands they've stolen. A one-state solution would be a nice idea, but Israel is a religious apartheid state and they don't want to give Palestinians full rights of citizenship as that would create a large minority population who would vote against what the majority wants. There are substantially more Muslims and Jews in the region. Such would be a population shift among the citizenry that their far-right government could not abide by. Can't argue that. Lee Grant says Israel is a multicultural democracy. Islam is the second largest religion in Israel, cons constituting 1.707 million and around 18.1% of the country's population as of 2022. The ethnic Arab citizens of Israel make up the majority of its Muslim population, making them the largest minority group in Israel. The problem is the, the reason why those numbers seem that way, uh, Senor. Lee Grant is because Gaza plus the West Bank are not included. 
And the reason why they don't want to include that is exactly what Michael Rudnan said is true. At that point, we get the population shift. That's the reason why. All right, Mike C. says, British MCP and Michael Rudnan seems you have trouble comprehending simple English. The Rafah crossing, which is the main exit point from Gaza, not controlled by Israel, has been closed since Tuesday, so Egypt isn't allowing anyone to leave the Gaza Strip because it was bombed and also because it would create a catastrophe right at the other end where catastrophe does not need to occur. CSEC, they understand you fine. It's just that what you're asking for is to support the inhumanity that is about to occur. That is to, to migrate people out of their land. It's almost like the Trail of Tears. Remember that in our horrid history? Oh, I forgot. In America, we don't want to teach history anymore. We don't want to teach real history. What, what you are asking for to occur in Gaza, to move people to Egypt, it would actually be worse than the Trail of Tears. Because at least they were going over territory. These guys are going over bombed villages. Please look up the, tear, the, 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 the trail of tears. That's what you're asking for. I mean, if we would just look at all human beings as, as alike, we won't simply say, ah, just open, the, just open the Egyptian border so that the Palestinians can exit there. Why should they exit their land? Why should they exit their land? Daniel says, sounds to me like Israel is doing humanity a favor by cutting out the cancer. You would say that, sir. You would say that. You would say that. I imagine the indigenous folks learned a whole lot from uh, uh, that, that a whole lot of folks who founded this country was just like you. Huh? I imagine. British MCP says Egypt urges Israel to stop bombing Rafa crossing to aid to allow aid delivery. Yes. Uh, Michael Rennes says DL is a horrible person. You know, uh, that is what you call a master troll. You know, um, uh, that, that, that's what he is. Anyway, folks, come on, give me a call. 281-823-7747. Give me a call. 281-823. 7747. Let's see what else I didn't read that uh that I can get in here real quick. Uh Egberto Willis propaganda. British stated the IRA started it. See terrorists. Yeah, exactly. That's what they normally do, right? Uh and you know, it's always funny because it's like we we like to uphold, let's say, the British as you know, the bastions of democracy, etc. Forgetting that there was something once called the British Empire and that what a, an empire has done throughout India, throughout Ga, uh, 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 Guyana and all these other places, British Columbia, not British Columbia, British, uh, British Guatemala and all these different places. Uh, you just have to wonder, uh, you know. You just have to wonder. That's all I got to say. You just have to wonder. Egberto, would you post this one, please? Of course, if you ask me to post something, I will. And it goes like this. Uh, $6 billion frozen. 
and Qatar have agreed to stop Iran from accessing the $6 billion humanitarian fund in light of Hamas' attack on Israel. The fund containing Iranian oil money was previously unfrozen in a prisoner swap. Not a penny of the money has been spent, and every transaction would have had to be approved by U.S. officials. Let me tell you what that does, however. This is where I wonder about the Biden administration falling for the Republican trap. This, this transaction has nothing to do with Hamas. Nothing. But this is Iranians' money. This is sale of their oil, and that is money paid to them. You don't have to like Iran. It's a business transaction. You know, we had business transaction during slavery, and nobody thought about holding back the slave masters' business transactions because they were effect they were involved in slavery. And we can go with item after item. But worse. A contract was made. And supposedly, America is a country that honors its contracts. I mean, we know they don't honor, we don't, we don't honor our treaties, we know that. But at least we normally honor our contracts, right? Because that's what the Constitution is, right? A, 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 a letter of contracting. But now we are about to cross a new, into a new lane. Where our word is no longer valid. Forget about everything else. We had a deal with Iran that Iran was going to get their own money back. Okay. They were going to get their own money back. And for that, they released several pr people that they called prisoners. And after their release, now that this has occurred in Ham uh, with Hamas, we said, okay, now we're going to continue to hold on to your money. Now, here's a kicker. What do you think that does for the future? It's not about the present, right? We can do that. We can hold back their money. We can force Qatar to hold back their money and all of that. The question is, what happens in the future when America tries to sign another contract with some other state or entity or make a deal. All they have to say is, well, we know America didn't keep its treaty with, uh, with the, Black, the Black Hills. We know America didn't keep its treaty with Mexico and the, uh, and the, Guada, the Lupe Hidalgo Treaty. We know uh, Guadalupe Hidalgo Treaty. We know America doesn't keep its word with any of its treaties. Now we are, going, we are reaching to the point where America doesn't keep its word with its contracts. And then how do you negotiate thereafter if your word means nothing? That is what we ought to think about here. All right, let's see. Eric Bertol thinks MMT makes sense. No surprise, he can't wrap his head around the concept of fungibility. I, I know exactly what fungibility, uh, but it's none of our business with this. That's, I mean, uh, it, it's, the money is no less fungible when the contract was signed than it is now. The money was no less fungible when that contract was signed. Fungibility is, a, is an exist, it's, it's just how it is, okay? So that makes no sense. I think you are the one who doesn't understand. And by the way, you are the one who doesn't understand MMT. After all, MMT is what kept the economy going, right? Look it up. 
Bruce says eclipse tomorrow at 1140. It's partial. So never look at the sun unless you have certified glasses. Yeah. And it's going to be, is it 1140 during our time? Because that's during the Ask Egberto Anything uh, that we are having tomorrow. So I hope all of you get to join Ask Egberto Anything tomorrow. Let me put that link up on the screen if I can find it. Ask Egberto Anything. Please sign up. It's free. Ask Egberto Anything. There you go. Uh, there you go. I have it on the screen. By the way, uh, let's see. Daniel Edo says, thank you, England. Lee Enf of oh, Lord. Mike says, MNT policies is what caused the explosion and in inflation. Wrong. Again, I wish you'd do more reading. That's not what caused explosion and in inflation. The people that you love caused the explosion and in inflation called the corporatocracy. Again, it was analyzed deeply by professors and exposed by Katie Porter, a Democrat from California. Look it up. I have it blogged. All right. Uh, what else have we got here? What else have we got here? Any other things that we need to discuss that I that I missed? Bridge, uh, Michael says, so about that $6 billion, it happened weeks before the Hamas attack. The planning and logistics for the Hamas attack likely took months. The two had nothing to do with each other. Meantime, Qatar hasn't given out any of Iran's money yet. Despite that, conspiracies continues to falsely link in uh, these disparate events. Disinformation spreads further than faster than check than fact check can debunk them. But the problem also is our media. Our media doesn't keep the people informed. You look at our media, there's a different reality. The media show it's just let me tell you how bad things are in Palestine right now, in Gaza. It has gotten so bad now that the media is unable to ignore it. And in so doing, you can see the difference in tonality in how Gaza is being covered. Completely different in how Gaza is currently being covered. Uh, Egberto, go take Econ 101 and get back with me. Sir, I took Economics 101. I wrote articles about the economy. My book covers the economy uh, several of my books, actually. Uh, and you know what? Guess what? It's correct. My brother, I suggest you do it. Uh, Bruce says uh, Gaza has a border with Egypt. Yes, a small border. Most of its border is, in fact, with Israel. Well, the whole length and northern part is with Israel. All right. Let's see. Uh, para ver. And yeah, they bombed Israel, bombed the border as well. It's funny because Israel said, go south, go south. As we're bombing. Go south, go south. And a lot of dead babies. And we're starting to finally see on network TV some of the carnage that is occurring in Gaza. Because I think, uh, I think the American media is getting scared that many Americans are going to uh, see what Al Jazeera is putting out and what other reputable rags are putting out. And it will let them lose the, the credibility that they have already, you know, much of the credibility that they are, that they have left, which right now isn't much, which right now isn't much. All right, seven one uh, two eight one eight two three seven seven four seven. Come on, let's get one last call in before the show ends. Who's going to be that brave person to be that person to give us the last call in the house? Come on, let's hear it. We've had three good calls today. Let's get one more call before I shut down for the shut the live program down for the weekend. Let's go. Una vez más, quiero recibir una llamada más. Let's have one more call. Somebody call in. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. 281, 
823-7747. Let's do it. 281-823-7747. Am I going to get that call? Am I going to have to cry for that call? Am I going to have to say, please call? Again, una vez más, 281-823-7747. You know what? Later on, what I'm looking into is getting a tool that if you are in front of your desktop, you can just push a button and talk. Uh, or if you're at your phone, the same thing. This looks like my brother Ray is going to save it for me. Brother Ray, come on in. Hey, hey Egberto. Hey, uh, I, I feel so much better now, man. I haven't been sick in a long time because I've been avoiding people. But, right. You know, I went to the event, you know, and, you know, things happen like that. So anyway, I'm back. Uh, I'm back on the saddle. So um, I've uh, actually uh, found myself in a situation where I have more time on my hands. So you'll definitely be hearing from me and seeing me more in the chats. That's but, great. Uh, I, I, um, I'm glad you are uh, encouraging more people to call in, you know, and I'm glad more people are actually, I, I was actually feeling a little sad that I'm the only one calling in, but uh, I just want to give you that last one. Um, I really don't have nothing to say on this issue. I'll be honest. I'm no, I'm no uh, foreign policy expert and I don't pretend to be one on the radio. I'm with you. I, I'm all for, you know, peace in the middle East, you know, whatever solution will, you know, basically end with less loss of life. That's what I'm for. And that's, that's where I leave it at that. Where my I, passion is, is locally. You know what, my brother, I, I hear you. You're right. And by the way, for, you don't need to be a foreign policy expert to know when people are justifiably, just unjustifiably getting killed. I mean, I think you know that very, very well, my brother. I think you can see what's happening. Those Israelis that were killed by Hamas, they were killed unjustifiably. Hamas uh, committed murder. Now, uh, now those uh, Palestinians that are going to be killed uh, by, uh, by uh, bombs falling out of the sky, they will be killed unjustifiably. Unfortunately, a lot of more of them are going to be killed than what the damage was that Hamas, the Hamas terrorists did. So I wish more people, instead of looking at it like uh, the, that the Israel has to retaliate, to do one good thing that says, you know what? We don't have to retaliate in that form. We can retaliate in many different forms. We can say we are going to find individuals that were that participated in those massacres and find them individually where we don't kill a whole bunch of people and destroy a whole lot of property. And at the same time, we can start to say we are going to start mitigating what created the hate that somebody could do those evil things to other human beings. We could really do that, and that would send a better message. If, In other words, we are going to hunt down the individuals that participated in that massacre. We won't kill innocent Palestinians, and then we will start really working on the problems that created the hate within Palestine. It's amazing. Thank you very much for calling in, uh, Ray. And yes, today you are the fourth caller, my brother. All right, bro. Well, I'll you, see you around next week, and you stay safe and healthy. Have a great You too, weekend. my brother. Uh, say Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's 13th. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, brother. You yeah, stay safe, yeah. man. We'll talk. Take care. All right, All right folks. Uh, we are coming close to the end of the show. And again, today, I, I, I just kind of winged it with coming on, and I want to thank all of you. Let's see. Can't call in because I'm driving. 
Great. Uh, Bruce, you know, you're, hey, Bruce, uh, I haven't seen you in a while. We got to go get some coffee. Got to do my taxes this weekend, but we should go get some coffee. And um, uh, there is something that I went to the other day. And while I was there, I'm like, why the, I was actually, I was heading out there. And, uh, and I, you know, as soon as passing your street, I'm like, why the hell didn't I call Bruce and say, hey, let's get out and go, go to this stuff together. Cause next time I'm, I'll give, I'll give you a shot, brother. Anyway, Tom C. says Palestinians are also Semites. So being against Palestinians is also being anti-Semitic. That is so true. That is so true. Oh, it's not working? Uh, let me, let, I think it should work. Uh, let me go ahead and put it in there again. Here it is, brother. Try that and make sure. I think that should work. Ask Egberto anything. I'm pulling it up right now. I just got it to work. I just pulled that up, uh, uh, Eric. It works. It works. It works. Go to Ask Egberto Anything for tomorrow, folks. Ask Egberto, uh, politicsunright.com slash Ask Egberto Anything. Uh, it'll, it'll send it to you. Maybe it's just a little bit backed up. All right. We had $6 trillion thrown into the economy in 2021, all while China was keeping parts of the economy locked and not shipping more money plus less supplies equal inflation. Again, everything didn't come from China, and we did have supply chain issues, but only half of the inflation was due to reduce, uh, reduce uh, scarcity to scarcity. All right, folks, please support the program. How can you support the program? Go to politicsunright.com slash support, politicsunright.com slash support. Here is the, uh, and by the way, uh, here, wait a minute. Eric, go to your junk mail to make sure that it didn't go there. Anyway, folks, go to politicsunright.com slash support to support our program. Likewise, please uh, sign up for our newsletter. Become a paid supporter of our newsletter. Go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter. politicsunright.com slash newsletter. If you, become a, uh, if you become a paid supporter of our newsletter, all the books that I've written, you will be able to read them online, both in the, uh, the Substack application as well as on your um, desktop and uh, anywhere else, your pad, anywhere else. So please sign up for a paid version of our newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. Got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. I want to thank all the callers. I want to thank all the commenters. I want to talk all, thank all the listeners. You guys are wonderful. Couldn't do this without you. Uh, my name is Egberto Willies, this is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this program. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.